Shalom to all. Today's office is Kalayim Daf Mem Zayin, and we are starting at the top line with a quote from the Mishnah, Kerem Shunah Tui Arbuvia V'chulu, and in the Vilna Source Adaf, it's right at the beginning of Chafei Amud Aleph. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar Abbas Yaakov Meishah, her Neshama should have an Oliyah. Now the second case the Mishnah discussed was this Kerem that was planted as an Arbuvia. All the vines were planted haphazardly, and we had said that the only way it could be considered a Kerem is if we have Shtaim Kenegit Shtaim Achas Yatzanov. Now we describe these vines in greater detail. Hakaris Mechoven V'hanoif Ena Mechoven Hareza Kerem. If the trunks of the vines are aligned with each other, as just the branches are not, meaning the branches are growing all over the place and they're not trained in one direction, that's considered a kerem in this discussion. Whereas hanoif mechoven makurs ena mechoven, let's say all the branches of the vines are aligned, they're all trained in the same direction, but the trunks are planted haphazardly, ena kerem. So that's not a kerem. Furthermore, hayudakos ve'enen mechuvanos, let's say some of the vines are very thin and therefore they're not aligned with other vines which are thicker. Havu, but then these thinner vines became thicker, v'harein mechuvanos, and now they're aligned. Hareza Kerem, so it's a Kerem. And Kesar who you do it in Mechuvanus Hain, how can it be determined if they're aligned with each other or not? Simple, maybe Chotumaiteach. He brings a string and he stretches them across these vines. And it's Hanayitani Mibifnim, Vesnayitani Mibachutz. There's one that teaches the Braisa that he takes a string and stretches them across the inside of the vines, meaning we have our two rows of vines. So he pulls the string across the inside of the vines. And there are those that teach that he stretches the string across the outside of the vines. And then Ravyan, Ravyan further explains, Mandu Amar Mibifnim, Besaych Tafach. The one that holds that this string, which is stretched across the vines to see if they're straight, has to be done from the inside of the vines, so the vines have to be within a tefach of it. Meaning, let's say there's a vine in this row, which is a little bit thinner, meaning its trunk is not as thick as the other ones, and it doesn't go all the way up to the string. As long as it's within a tefach of it, they're still considered to be mechuvanos in a straight line. Whereas Manda Amar Mibachot, according to Manda Amar, that we're going to take the string and put it on the outside of the rows, so that Mandamar holds that every single one of the vines has to be touching the string in order for them to be considered straight. Now we talk about another scenario. We have an outer row of this vineyard that's not planted aligned with all the trunks of the other ones. For example, we have two rows that are aligned with each other, and this third row is planted a little bit off. All the vines in this outer row are planted corresponding to the empty space in between the vines in the kerem that are aligned. So this outer row is not considered to be part of the kerem. And what do we do? We just give it its havaida, meaning we only have to measure six tvachim away from these vines, and then the rest of that area can be planted. Because again, this outer row is not considered a kerem, so we only have to measure six tvachim away and not four amas away. Now, Rabbi Yosef clarifies the situation, because let's say this outer row of vines is within four amas of the main kerem, and then he planted near this outer row of vines, what would the halacha be? If he ended up planting that other men within six tvachim of this outer row, Usser. Everything's usser. Not only this outer row usser, because he planted within six tefachim of the outer row. Also, the vines in the main kerem, the ones that are aligned with each other, are usser because he planted within four amis of them. Whereas chosla shisha, if he planted six tefachim away from this outer row, hagafanim utarais. These vines in the outer row are permitted because he's six tefachim away from them. However, va kerem usser. The kerem itself is usser because he's still within four amis of the kerem. Now the gemara goes back to discuss the first case of the mishnah, which we had mentioned was called a kerem dal. So now the Gemara asks, and this is the proper girsah, Vizehu Kerem Dal? This is what we're calling a Kerem Dal? Why are we calling it a poor vineyard? There's so much space to be able to work. A whole bunch of vines have been removed, leaving more space for working. So why is that called a Kerem Dal? So Amar Bian, Rabbi answers, Dal Begafanim Vashur Bavaydais. It's poor in vines because most of the vines have been removed, but it's wealthy in the space required for Avaida, meaning there's tons of space to be able to work the vines. And moving on to brand new halacha, halacha bays, the Mishnah tells us, Kerem Shunatua Al Pachais Ma'arba Amais. We have a vineyard which is planted with 
with less than four amos in between the vines. So Reb Shimon says, Ain't a karem. That's not considered a karem. Number one, since there isn't four amos in between the vines, there's not enough space for the ox and all the kalim necessary to work the vines to pass through. And that means that some of these vines are going to have to be uprooted. And furthermore, since they're so close together, they're yoinik from each other, meaning they're all trying to get the same nutrients in the ground and they're not going to grow properly. And because of this as well, some of these vines are going to be uprooted. Therefore, this entire thing is not considered a kerem. However, Mem Zainal and on top of Chambay, where the Chambim say, Kerem, it is considered a kerem. We just view these middle vines as if they're not here, and that's why it's considered a kerem. Now, the Gemara tells us, Those vines that you said about them, that we view these vines in the middle as if they're not here, because they're eventually uprooted, and that's why this whole area is considered a kerem. Well, why would that be, asks Rav Shimon. They are the main part of the kerem. Right now, they're here, and they're planted, and we don't know which vines are going to be uprooted. Who says he's going to uproot these? Maybe he's going to uproot other ones. So therefore, we can't view the middle vines as if they're not here. Now we have a clarification of Shittas Reb Shimon and Mamil of the Machlokes between him and the Chachamim. Amr Reb Chananya, Reb Chananya says, "Hada Amr, this is telling us, meaning this whole Machlokes between Reb Shimon and the Chachamim is only Kshahayu Sheish Kenegad Sheish when we have two rows of vines, each having six vines, and it's only in that situation where Reb Shimon says you can't choose that the middle vines are going to be the ones that are uprooted because who says he's going to uproot vines one, three, and five in order to have them spaced out properly? Maybe he's going to uproot vines two, four, and six." But if there's five opposite five, then call everyone agrees, meaning even Reb Shimon agrees to the Chachamim that we view these middle vines as if they're not here, because in this situation, of course, he's going to be uprooting vines two and four and not any other vines. However, Amr Avmana, Avmana argues, and he says that's not what the Machlaikah says. Hadad Tamar, this tells us, meaning the Machlaikah is Reb Shimon and the Chachamim is Bishahayu Chamesh, Kenegad Chamesh, when there's five vines planted opposite another five. And so in that situation, Reb Shimon says, you can't tell me which vines are going to be uprooted. Bottom line is, we have a bunch of vines planted over here, and they're all considered the Iker, the main part of the Kerem. But if there's two rows of six vines, if you're going to view the middle ones as if they're not here, well, Elu Elu, is it these or those? Meaning, even the Chachamim agree to Reb Shimon in this case, says Reb Mana, that when we have six vines, we don't know which ones are going to be uprooted. As we explained previously, we don't know if it's going to be vines one, three, and five, or two, four, and six, and therefore the Chachamim agree to Reb Shimon that this would not be Considered a kerem again because we don't know which ones are going to be uprooted. Now the Gemara asks, In regards to what din did our Mishnah teach, they review the middle vines as if they're not here. So Rafuna Rafuna says, These allow to take these vines and put them over others' Zraim. Since these middle vines are going to be uprooted, we view them as if they're actually not here. It's as if they're not even vines. And therefore, he can actually take these vines and put them on top of others' Zraim, and there's not going to be an issue of Kalayim. However, Amr Avmana Avmana says, That's not true. And these vines, are still considered vines. Even though they're eventually going to be uprooted, calls man that they're here, we still consider them like regular grapevines, and he would not be allowed to put them on Zrayim. And Adam this is actually a raya for what Rabbi Yaisi said right before we started this new Mishnah, when we spoke about this outer row of a vineyard, that those vines in the outer row were not mechoven to the rest of the vineyard, that we said as long as we measure six fachim away from those vines, he could plant something new there. And Rabbi Yaisi had said, if he didn't measure six fachim away, and he planted a different min with Within six fachim of that outer row, hakal aser, 
everything's Asr, meaning not only that outer row, but also the vines in the Karem. Whereas if he had planted a different min, more than six Tvachim away from these outer vines, Gifanu Mutaris, Vakarem Asr, the vines themselves are Mutter, whereas the Karem itself is Asr. And why is the Karem Asr in both of these situations? Because he's planting within four Amois of the Karem. Now, what we see from here is that this outer row is planted within four Amois of the Karem itself. And even though some of these vines are definitely be uprooted because they're within four Amois of each other, still, calls man, those vines are here, there's an Isra to plant near them, and if he does plant near them, they're going to be Usr. And again, that's Rav Mana arguing with Rav Huna. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with another din that's relevant to this Machlaikas, Chacham, and Rav Shimon, and our Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.